Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Here are your hosts, Christian Karashevitz and Jim Fuse. Do you want to build excitement as you get ready to go live? Intro videos can be a great way to get your audience energized before you come on camera. On this episode, we're going to discuss why you might want to add an intro video for your live stream show and the tools needed to help you create one. So, Jim, before we start talking about all the tools to make an intro video, I think it's important that we talk about the pros and the cons of an intro video. So let's start with the pros of using an intro video. Why should somebody who wants to create a live stream show make an intro video? I think the great thing about an intro video is it allows you to get a lot more creative than say a countdown timer. You can use music, you know, maybe something that's upbeat, energetic. You can have clips of previous episodes, maybe some of the highlights where you're showing yourself and your guest, or maybe you've even got it uh, where you're going to work in what you're planning to actually be talking about that week, a little bit more work, but it will get people ready, gets you ready. And so when the video ends, now you're on camera ready to go. And it also, just like the countdown timers, gives time for your potential live viewers to join your live stream. Very good point. Yeah. And you know, using an intro video, I mean, there's various lengths. For example, I could have one that is a quick 30 seconds and that's all I need to get going. You know, some people will also make them five minutes and it will be, for example, a sizzle reel, which is highlights from other shows that they've done, maybe some of the guests, what they're going to learn, you know, and I almost, I almost compare it to like a TV show. For example, when you watch a TV show, at least, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe not the ones like today, but maybe the ones back in the nineties where the TV show would have some sort of intro. It was the same every single time at the beginning of every single show, but it would tell people, you know, who the character, who the cast was, for example, you start to see who the cast was, and then it would actually go into what that episode was about. And, you know, that could be a couple minutes long for the most part. Um, so I think, yeah, it makes a lot of sense to have an intro video, but I know at the same time, while there's a lot of pros, there are also some cons of using an intro video. Do you want to talk about those? Yeah, I think it can get a little old to some people. I mean, I would almost say if you use the same video time after time, that eventually people are going to, you know, it, it just becomes, uh, I guess, boring in a sense. The The other thing is, when you're looking at uh, repurposing, is it something that you want to take out of your repurposed videos as well? Because you're adding something that's really not getting to the meat of your content. Very good point there. Yeah. I mean, using an intro video, it makes sense, but at the same time, you do have to figure out, you know, at what point does it a drop off and 
become something well it's just not adding value and at the same time to your other point um if you're going to repurpose your videos you're adding potentially adding more work for yourself if you have to go and also strip out the countdown timer at the beginning of every show if you want to repurpose it for example and so yeah i mean those, those make a lot of sense um i think overall you know i think the pros actually there's a lot more pros to using an intro video um, I think if I'm going to start using an intro video, I think I want to start simple and then I want to, you know, build on that and make it more elaborate and don't be afraid to ask your viewers for feedback as well. Like if you're, for example, running a live show and you start with the normal intro video, maybe you also want to, during the beginning, tell your viewers, Hey, I've got a surprise for you all. I have a new intro video I'm working on. I want to hear what you think about it. And you could play the first one and then you could play the second one and ask them, for example, to leave a comment, which one they prefer. You know, it could be option A, option B or option C, which is no intro video. Now, in addition to obviously using an intro video, I know a lot of people wonder how long that intro video needs to be. What's your take on that, Jim? How long should an intro video be? Well, I think it really depends, but I think... 30 seconds to a minute is probably long enough. But if you want to, if you have an actual plan of what you want it to be in there, then make it whatever that length should be. But I think you also, and you're going to hit in a minute, you probably don't want it to be longer than five minutes. And that's because you're going to run into some systems that won't allow you to go longer than five minutes. And you're also got to remember you're building a file it's going to have some potential limitations to it as well. The longer the video is definitely a good point. Yeah. I mean, some software, you know, they say you can have a five minute intro and it has to be, for example, under a hundred megabytes. Well, you have to look at that. And if, for example, you're making a really elaborate video, well, you really got to leave a lot of uh, film on the cutting room floor there, you know, to really get it down to five minutes sometimes. But you know, it also comes down to, you know, to Jim's point. I mean, I, th I think less is more here. And I said this on episode 36, where we talked about uh, countdown timer tools, but I think, you know, less is more here. I mean, you don't need a five minute count, a uh, five minute intro video, unless it's like, it's gotta be a really good video because you've got to remember you're spending five minutes there or sorry, your viewers are spending five minutes there waiting. They're not, you know, if you say, for example, I'm going to start my show at 12 o'clock and they're waiting, they've got to wait five minutes for you to then get into the content. So uh, you really need to, you know, I think play with the time and figure out what's going to work best for you. I personally, I mean, I use 30 seconds. I use 30 seconds because when I hit that countdown timer, uh, I know, for example, there's a delay, sorry, countdown timer. When I hit that intro video, I know there's a delay over on social media platforms when I'm simulcasting there. And you know, it doesn't mean that that intro video is going to get there immediately. So that's a good reason why you may want to use, you know, that, that intro video, for example, because then, uh, you know, maybe the first 18 seconds or so, 18, 20 seconds are just, you know, a static graphic, and then it gets into your video and then you're on screen, but you want to make sure that you put enough into it so that that amount of time your viewers have to spend waiting is worth their while. Okay. So we've talked a lot about the pros and the cons. Uh, what I want to do though now, Jim, let's talk about how you can create an intro video for your live streams. I know we've got a number of tools we want to talk about, but uh, where do you want to start with this? Yeah, so I, I think 
we start with the simpler stuff and we'll kind of work our way up. Okay. And so the, the first few I, I would call like almost out of the box, you upload maybe a clip, very easy to edit. You've got wave video mm-hmm. uh, or wave dot video uh, in video dot IO in Canva. Mm-hmm. And so these are three tools that uh, you can use on your mobile devices as well as on your desktop. The nice thing about that is it uh, allows you to to work on them on either device, even though I would probably more likely work on my desktop as opposed to my phone, but I know a lot of people out there like to use their phone. Uh, but now they're not, uh, they have some free versions, but a lot of times if you really want to get that functionality, you're going to have to go with the pay and, uh, and remember, you're probably going to want to make a landscape video and not a square video. That's really something you're going to use for things like Instagram. Very good points. Yeah. I mean, in off of those, I mean, just taking wave video and in video and Canva and Movavi, for example, even, you know, they offer a lot of, usually it's a pre-built design, uh, but from a cost standpoint, I mean, you're spending you know, you have to look at it like this. You're spending about a hundred, maybe a hundred and twenty dollars, usually a year, for some of these softwares. But you have to remember, it's not just a tool for making an intro video. And this is one of the the great selling propositions for these products is that I can use it to make an intro video. It may not be exactly matched to my brand. For example, maybe I don't get to control the colors very much, or I don't get to change the font, for example. But I do get to make an intro video you know, using this software, for example, I'm kind of stuck using their templates, but it's, you know, but the thing is they have really good templates. Now, as far as the cost, I mean, you can use these tools for multiple purposes. So for example, I could use it to make an intro video. I could use some of these to make a countdown timer. If I want that, you know, I can use it for designing thumbnails, for example, for my YouTube channel and much more. So there's a lot of functionality in those tools. Now, moving into some of the next one though, the next one's actually, so we've got, you know, Jim mentioned what you mentioned, wave video and video Canva. Uh, also lumping into that uh, list is going to be Movavi and WeVideo and Vidnami. Like these are all tools that really work extremely well for making that templated intro video. Now, if I want to level up my intro video, I want to look at tools like Camtasia or ScreenFlow or even Apple iMovie, which it's a little, it's a more advanced, I guess, product maybe than Canva and those kinds of tools. But you know, that one's free, for example. Uh, But Camtasia, it's a video editing tool. So for example, I kind of have to bring my own designs to that tool. The same for uh, ScreenFlow. ScreenFlow, for example, is at heart a screen recording tool. However, it has the functionality to also let me do editing. So if I want to bring in, for example, a logo or I want to have a background, I want to have some music, you know, I want to make that intro video myself, I can do it in there. Now, in addition to that, ScreenFlow also has a stock library. So for example, as you're editing your intro video, you can bring in some of those stock elements. So that's another one to consider, you know, and, and then we get into our, uh, our pro applications, obviously, you know, our Adobe Premiere's, our Final Cut Pros, and our HitFilm Express. Now, those tools, you're going to, I mean, I'm not, you don't, 
they're going to be expensive. So for example, I know Final Cut Pro is like $300 and Adobe Premiere, I think you have to have a license, don't you, Jim? I mean, to use the Adobe product? Yeah, I think you usually have to go like through the creative cloud. Actually, I think more into the subscription model with that now. Yeah. And then, you know, HitFilm Express, for example, is the free version of a product called HitFilm Pro, and it's a fantastic piece of software as well. There's a slight learning curve, obviously, to these kinds of softwares. Uh, that one, for example, is um, it says enterprise license is, is three hundred dollars. There's no subscription fee too, which is nice. Um, so it's uh, you know you get well, I guess there's no subscription fee, but it's twelve months of updates. So I don't know that's sort of a subscription, but so that is an option as well. So those allow you, for example, to basically be the director, you know, to create that intro video from scratch using their product. And, you know, they may give you access to some elements. For example, if you want to bring on some on-screen text or you want to put on, um, you know, maybe a lower third, record some things to include in that intro video, uh, add some transitions, you know, and that sort of thing. Uh, those tools do offer some of that functionality. But again, for the most part, you're doing it from scratch. And then there's also uh, number 13 on the list, Jim, and that's um, live reacting, which basically it's a uh, it's it's a pretty neat little tool. It's it's credit based, but um, they let you do various things. So, for example, uh, for some of the credits, they let you uh, bring in, for example, interactive games during your live streams at countdown timers, um, you know, make polls and much more. So it's it's again, it's a template templated tool. You know, that one, I think you might spend, it says at minimum, it's like six credits. So it's like you spend minimum $24 or you can sign up for their subscription model as well. Um, and then what's the 14th item on this list, Jim, as far as tools to create an intro video? Yeah. And also just like we had said with countdown timers, you know, hire professional outsource, getting your intro video done. The, there's, you know, lots of places, you know, you can go to Upwork, you can go to Fiverr. But you may also see a show you watch where you see they've got a great video. Ask them who made their video. A lot of times they may have a person they work with that's always looking for more work. So, uh, you know, reach out to where you see something you like because you're probably going to get the vibe that you're looking for. Definitely. Yeah. And um, I just want to throw one little bonus item in here. I mean, obviously, like reaching out to your connections. But here's another thing. If you for example, want to get some ideas for an intro video, go and participate in various groups and communities. For example, if I'm interested in live streaming, why don't I go check out, for example, the StreamYard community, for example. There's also an Ecamm community. So you can go hang out with other people who are also in the live streaming space. And this way, you know, one, you can learn about new software. And two, you can also learn how people are using it. For example, if you're struggling with a countdown timer and you want to find somebody, go into one of those groups and ask people, Hey, I'm looking for, you know, uh, somebody to help me create an intro video. And chances are, as Jen mentioned, you're going to get somebody that's going to recommend people that do it, or they're going to direct you to, um, for example, maybe a company that does it, you know, that's outside of your standard canvas and your Vietnamese and your screen flows and whatnot. So somebody who actually does the editing and they do a really good job at it. You know, um, I guess the one thing I'd just say is if somebody recommends someone and you're not familiar with them, don't just don't contact them and say like, Hey, I want to have an intro video and then just take what they give you. 
set up a consultation with them. Hey, I'd like to chat with you about making an intro video for my business. And then go from there and see if, for example, if you know what they do matches with your style, because just because somebody says they will make an intro video for you doesn't mean it's the right style for your business. Everybody has their own creative vision that they like to bring, but make sure you know you leverage your connections as well uh, to help you make that intro video. Anything else you want to add, Jim, about uh, intro videos for your live streams? Just to really consider it as you get further along, I really think the intro video can bring a lot of value to your live stream and getting that excitement built before you go live on screen yourself. Definitely. So I want to thank everyone for joining us for episode 37 of the Launch Your Live podcast, where Jim and I discussed how to create an intro video for your live streams. Remember, if you need help with your live streaming, contact us for a consultation by messaging us on our Facebook page at Launch Your Live. For more information on this episode about creating an intro video, head to launchyour.live forward slash EP37. We'll see you all on a future episode. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.